0: 50 years the number of hunters in France has been steadily in decline and today it's estimated that just under one million people actually hunt. Despite that figure the hunting lobby still enjoys strong political support. The practice remains perhaps one of the most controversial issues in French society. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of France in Focus. The National Forest of Senna is one of the oldest in Ile de France and for hundreds of years it was used as a royal hunting ground. Why? Well, owing to its rich fauna including deer, boar and foxes. Well, today you might say that not much has changed because most Thursdays the National Office of Forest still organises hunting sessions here. For those against the practice, it's both brutal and dangerous.
1: Walking in the woods has become an increasingly rare pleasure for Audrey, an anti-hunting activist.
2: I stay at home at the weekend. I can hear gunshots from my house, so naturally I don't go out.
1: Morgan Keen's death in December 2020 pushed her to take action. He died just a few kilometres from here.
2: Morgan was killed while he was chopping wood in his garden. The hunter mistook him for a wild boar. We kept seeing in the press that all safety rules had been respected on that day. So to us, if this were the case, then there must be a problem with the rules.
1: After the tragedy, she got together with three other friends of Morgan's and set up a group called One Day, One Hunter. Their aim is to record and document all hunting-related incidents and spread the words.
2: We sometimes receive up to 30 testimonies a week, This is a young woman who was shot in the foot with a large-caliber bullet. It went through her foot. This is the sole of her shoe.
1: That same season, seven other people died and 82 were wounded.
2: Last year, we had some stickers made, which are a new take on the signs hunters put up telling people to watch out. We believe it's up to the hunters to be careful, not the people who are out on a walk.
1: The collective launched an online petition demanding a ban on hunting on Wednesdays and Sundays. After it reached the 100,000 signature threshold, it was considered by a Senate committee, and the government has adopted some new measures. There will now be limits on alcohol consumption, regular aptitude tests, better training, and stricter sanctions in the case of accidents. But no non hunting days.
3: Donc, un jour sans chasse. A non-hunting day wouldn't have an effect on the number of accidents. The number of accidents is related to the number of bullets fired. If there are no more accidents on Sundays, there will be twice as many on Saturdays.
1: The government is also set to develop a mobile phone application to improve communication between hunters and walkers. Damien Bernier and his group already use an app, but he isn't convinced that it should be made compulsory. Some hunters are quite elderly. It'll be complicated for them to use. Michael Albier created his own application, which registers the areas covered by the hunt. Walkers who have the app receive a message if they approach the zone, while hunters also receive a warning if someone is nearby.
4: Back in March last year, my wife wanted to go for a walk, but she didn't dare because we were hunting. Didn't feel right to me. I tried to find a solution so that she doesn't have to fear for her safety, or at least to
1: reassure her. Ah, there's an alert. For your information, someone's entered the area. Activists say that the app system is tasking walkers with bearing the responsibility for their own safety, and that they, unlike the hunters, are not part of the danger.
0: Well, for many in favour of hunting, the activity is not only a legitimate hobby, it's also a way of protecting biodiversity. Some hunters, for example, claim that they are keeping a watchful eye over different species or evaluating potential health risks. Not everyone, though, is buying that explanation.
3: High in the hills, this group of around 20 people has gathered at a hunting post. Today, they're searching for deer, and wild boar.
2: We look out for tracks on the ground, where the animals have passed often.
3: The French government says animal overpopulation is a threat to wildlife and vegetation, as well as human activity. France spends almost 100 million euros a year on damage to forestry and farmland. Hunters say they provide a sustainable method to manage wildlife populations in order to preserve biodiversity.
2: Our role is not to kill off populations. On the contrary, it's to maintain a balance. We're attentive all year round to how populations are evolving.
3: For Elise, hunting is not just a hobby, but a way of life. She says shooting is just one small part of the overall effort to protect the environment. Today, a young deer was killed. It's tagged and registered as the species is subject to quotas. Failure to respect them would be poaching. The animal is weighed and butchered, then put into cold storage, it will be eaten.
2: We're not going to kill an animal just to throw it away. That, for me, isn't right. I see killing like this as a responsible act. I kill the animal to eat it. I'd rather do that than go and buy meat from who knows where.
3: Far from the wild surrounds of the hills, cages stretch as far as the eye can see. These images obtained by an anti-hunting activist show game crammed inside. Some birds have their beaks forced shut, others are dead. The animals are bred for hunting. Pierre Rigaud says a third of the animals killed in France are raised in this way. Game farming is modeled on industrial poultry farming. Once the animals are in the wild, they are completely lost because they don't know how to find food. They're less resistant to disease and can't cope with bad weather. Most, in fact, don't even survive to be killed by hunters. Millions of these farmed animals are released into the wild, and they find themselves
1: alongside wild animals, which can transmit diseases. (laughs)
3: Animal rights groups also condemn certain hunting techniques which they see as cruel, such as venery or sport hunting. The tradition of hunting on horseback with dogs dates back to the 16th century. Hunters chase down the animal to exhaust it before killing it traditionally with a sword or spear. The collective abolish sport hunting today campaigns to ban the practice.
1: Fleeing deer head straight for Compiègne towards a housing estate where there was an incident a few years ago. Our job is to anticipate to stand at the entrance to the town to warn residents and to be able to film if hunters cross a line or engage in illegal behaviour. In one of the largest forests in France, a long
3: game of cat and mouse gets underway. While the hunters track the animals, the activists track the hunters. Between the two, dialogue seems
2: impossible.
4: The
3: hunters defend their practice. They say they're upholding a French tradition. No deer were killed on this outing, but for the activists, the damage is done.
1: Even if the deer got away, they're now exhausted, it's going to take them days to recover after being chased by these people.
3: More than 20 million animals are killed every year by hunters, but a lack of more precise data means some species are not included in the statistics.
0: Michel Gauthier-Claire, you are a doctor of ecology, you're also a vet. You're an author of a book entitled Les Chasseurs ont-ils tué la chasse, which translates in English to have hunters killed hunting. Thanks for speaking to us today. Now, despite dwindling numbers of hunters in France, the lobby of hunting remains quite powerful. What do you put that political weight down to?
4: The hunting lobby is extremely powerful in France, and there is something specifically French about it. The president of the Hunters Association talks, for example, directly to the French cabinet, and everything is decided that way. All the scientific input I've made, the demands from the public, the opinion polls, all kinds of things, are just not listened to, because everything is negotiated on other levels. Why has it been like this? historically? Well, because there is a national and local network, a federal system in which certain personalities talk directly with local elected officials and leaders of hunting federations. And that's the current French system. That's how leaders in the hunting community lobby quite strongly.
0: The Ministry of Ecological Transition estimates that two billion euros are, are made each year through hunting. Is that another reason why political support uh, for the hunting lobby is so strong.
4: There is a lot of money involved, as you say, which does explain why hunting is protected. Uh, There are hunting rents, there are large hunting estates, for example, in Sologne, in Western France, and in the Camargue in southern France, which take a lot of money. And there is also the sale of guns linked to hunting, so a lot of money there. And while all social classes hunt, there is a preponderance of the upper classes. People at ministerial level go hunting, and they want to keep their privileges. There is, as you say, money involved.
0: One of the questions that you ask in your book is, will hunting uh, still exist in 2050? Uh, Your thoughts on that today?
4: Hunters so far have had leaders who have tried to limit the impact of hunting and not kill too many animals needing protection, but now other people are emerging who are talking about animal welfare. And, there's the question, is it right to kill a wild animal as a leisure activity? Hunters will have to answer this question to be able to continue in the years to come. And that is not so clear.
0: Michel gautier claire thank you very much for speaking to us today.
4: Thank you.